Welcome to the Becoming Bedrock Podcast. I'm Adrian Del Monte, father, husband, educator, and coach. On this show, we equip fathers with the daily disciplines and the rock-solid mindset to forge a lasting legacy of fitness, family, and faith. Welcome. I'm grateful you're here. Welcome back to Becoming Bedrock. This is the podcast where we equip men with the rock-solid mindset and the daily disciplines to lead themselves and lead their family well. And so I am grateful that you are here. My name is Adrian. If you are brand new, be sure you click that subscribe button. If you've been with us for a while, guys, thank you for being here. Today, what we are talking about is the idea of challenges. You you see them everywhere, whether it's a three-day challenge, a five-day challenge, a seven-day challenge, a 30-day challenge, a a 75-day challenge. They're everywhere. And Coach Ryan and I, and Ryan is the head coach within our men's development program, Bedrock, are digging into under what circumstances should you participate in one of these challenges. On the one hand, I think they're alluring because they, they promise results and you do get results quickly. But on the other hand, is it sustainable? Are these things that you should build sort of a lifestyle of health and fitness around? And what Ryan and I want to talk about today is whether or not there is uh, value in these challenges. And I'll, I'll spoil it a little bit for you. I've also linked uh, this in the show notes. We just ran a 30-day challenge with the men in our group, and they got some incredible results. And so I would encourage you either before you listen or after you listen, click that link, take a look at what can be done in 30 days. But what this episode hopefully will do is put into context why we did it, how we did it, and certainly what happened when the challenge was over. So guys, thank you for being here. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Ryan. Ryan, we are talking about extreme extreme challenges today, and I've done many extreme challenges, and um, some of the guys in the group like extreme challenges. People like these extreme challenges. Why? Why do people love like suffering <laughs> for the, like this? Uh, you know what? I think it's kind of a mixed bag. I think some people like to tell other people that they're doing something right. Like, Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing this. I'm doing this challenge. I think other people genuinely like to do hard things because they know that it will oftentimes improve their resiliency. And then finally, I think other people want to do challenges because they view it as like the fastest way to like get in shape or to like lose weight. And they want to commit for this, like this 30 days or this 90 days or 75 days for 75 hard. So um, I, I think there's mixed reasons why people like it, but they're certainly freaking popular, dude. I feel like yeah. everywhere you look, there is another extreme fitness challenge, extreme nutrition challenge and, and things of that nature. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, you know, map, map out, map out what, if you were designing this, this will be fun. If we, you were designing an extreme challenge, what kind of questions would you ask to set it up in a way that would get people, and I think you've nailed it. I think number one is like, it gets you really fast results. Um, it also is something, yeah, I'm on a challenge. You can tell people these things. It's hard to tell people at, you know, a meal where, let's say a Super Bowl meal, if you're like, I'm on a challenge, people kind of understand that. But if you're like, I'm living a, I'm living a healthy and fit life, right? Like people, are, they don't, they don't yeah. buy that the same way. So you've nailed the reasons why. But if you were designing an extreme challenge, what would kind of, the, the pieces you'd put in it. When we look at extreme challenge design, I mean, it's got to be something that's physically and mentally difficult, right? Like mm. something that's not sustainable, essentially. Like that, it, a challenge should be something that you couldn't do for the rest of your life on end. Um, nutritionally, it needs to have a big impact. So typically, most of these challenges tend to be 
fat loss challenges, which means to have a big impact, you got to have low calories. You're going to have to deal with aggressive hunger. And that can come in different ways. Like for some people, it's fasting. For other people, it's uh, reduction, severe reduction or complete elimination of carbohydrates or, fa or fats. Uh, for other people, it's calorie cycling. Other people, it's just a ton of exercise, two, three workouts a day. It can come in many shapes and forms. But the key is to, to be an effective challenge. It, it can't be sustainable. Yeah. It can't, it can't be sustainable. So let's say we're picking a challenge for somewhere between, you know, my brother Vince just did a seven day fast, like seven days without food. Like uh, he did it, like he did it. He got really lean. I'm not exactly sure what happened on, on day eight, but you know, but bedrock, I, you know, our coaching program is the result of us doing 75 hard, right? We've run a 30 day challenge within the group. And so we're not saying don't do these kinds of challenges. But what we want to offer in this conversation is do these challenges if, and then we're going to give a couple reasons why, what, what, like why, what would be the purpose of them? So, you know, Ryan, give us number one, like talk about like, do this challenge if it's part of a bigger picture. Yeah. So first of all, do this challenge if it feeds into a permanent lifestyle change. Mm. So a lot of times people are stuck in a rut, they're in bad habits, and they just need a hard and fast, complete 180 of the direction they're going. In those cases, those challenges can be really beneficial. This would be akin to living your life as an alcoholic and boom, just checking yourself straight into rehab, you know, where it's like you don't have an option to drink. It's not your choice anymore. That's what these challenges do. It's a complete lifestyle 180. And that has a lot of merit to getting people in the right mindset to change. It has to be part of a bigger picture, though, because like I said, a successful challenge is not going to be sustainable. And so the risk you run, if you don't have a bigger picture plan or a way to back out of the challenge once it's over, you will regain all the weight you've lost faster and heavier than you ever have. Like you will, that's called rebound. So you need to make sure you've got a strategy in place and a bigger picture plan. For a lot of people, it's like, I just need to be able to lose the first, you know, 20 pounds or 30 pounds. To, to get myself started, to get motivated, to see some progress, and then I can settle into a more sustainable eating plan. Um, and that's fine. For other people, it may be as severe as like, I have this really dangerously high flag on my blood work and I have to do something really, really extreme to change it in a short period of time. Otherwise, I have a very real real health risk. So for some people, you know, doing an extreme challenge is a way to rapidly change the course of direction for like type 2 diabetes or something by getting blood sugar and HbA1c in check. So, you know, just the, I think the point is it has to be part of a bigger picture. It can't be the, the end all be all. The worst thing you could do is like, I'm going on a vacation in, in six weeks. I'm going to do this challenge before I go on vacation. That it, You're just going to come back from vacation fatter and more miserable than you were before you started well, the challenge. And you make everyone else in the, in, the, in the six weeks leading up to the vacation, you know, you know it's such a superficial goal, this, yeah. this one little thing. So, hey, so that's number one. It's got to be part of like a, you know, a bigger picture. I would say number two is there's got to be a next plan in place. There's got to be a next plan. So if you're going to do something that has, that's not sustainable, we know it's not sustainable. When it's over on day 31 or day 76 or day 41, whatever, day eight, what comes next? And Ryan, what, what should be in place before the challenge ends to make sure you don't, typically the rebound's not even back to where you started. It's even worse. <laughs> like a, lot of, a lot of times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what would, what would be the attributes of the next plan? 
The next plan is going to be one that gradually steps you away from the challenge, but is still restrictive. There still has to be a measure of restriction. So I almost see it in phases. Like you have the challenge phase, you have the really volatile phase where your body is hypersensitive to regain. Your brain is done with the challenge. You've already done the challenge, but you still have to be locked in and disciplined for the next four, six, eight weeks, depending on what that is. And then there's the final transition to your long-term sustainable plan. So you need to have very tight parameters on nutrition and training after the challenge. Um, and, and so you almost have to think of it as, as it's part of the challenge. It's not mm. that the challenge, the challenge isn't over on day 30. The challenge goes for 60 days. It's just the hard part of the challenge. The hardest part is over at day 30. And so if someone has been, and, and I did not do this really well, you know, when I, when I did my, and we can talk about this, why I chose to do a photo shoot. And, and my, my calories were so low, probably too low, actually. And I, and I yeah. probably messed with the plan because I was also running as well. And afterwards, I, it, it came back because I was, I don't know, you're in a state of like, I deserve this now. And I'm curious, if I was eating, let's just, let's just use this as an example. I was eating around, let's say, 1,700 calories a day. What would the next sort of 10 days be, Ryan? I think guys like the specifics. Would I go to like 1,900 or do I go to 22? Or how would you sort of, you know, work out that, those, th those metrics? Yeah. Really good question. And honestly, man, it's very individualized. Yeah, For some okay. people, I would jack them right back up to what their calories should be at. So that may be 2,700. You may tack on a thousand calories right away, depending on uh, who you are psychologically, what your physiology is, how long the challenge has been. For other people, it'll be a gradual step up. So if you were mm -hmm. 1,700, it'll be 2000 for 10 days and then 2300 for 10 or 15 days and then and then you kind of see you're always tweaking based on what happens with your body mm. so we want to you know we have to measure and manage what's happening in the process and that's why there's no one size fits all adrian you might be able to go right up to 2700 calories after that challenge and your body weight might say perfectly stable and you'll be good to go other people uh, may need to go to 2300 and then once their body weight kind of stabilizes there then make another small bump and then stabilize there so you're always checking and, and checks and balances with what's going on with your body weight with what's going on with your energy levels your appetite your hunger your cravings your training performance in the gym all those things matter and that's why it's really really hard um but, but ryan you know, if i can interrupt most people that's why people like challenges because they're so dummy proof it's like do yeah. this check off here do this thing yeah. and then when it's left to them to actually think and say wait a second yeah. oh no i'm not feeling oh my hunger cues are oh people fall apart and, and that's why man at the at the end of the day if you tie me down i'm not a huge fan of challenges because if you think about it ask any like look at the population of the world that does challenges of friends, family members that have all done some type of challenge. How many of them have kept the results after the challenge? It's really not many. And so truly, if you want the most permanent results, they're going to come from the slowest transformation. And that's the heart. That's the toughest pill to swallow. A gradual change in habits where it never feels like you're doing anything too extreme is going to tend to be the most permanent change. However, challenges can be a part of permanent change if you have a plan for afterwards that you can stick to and some marching orders and if you have a support group of people that can hold you accountable that you can report to this could be a coach this could be a group this could be someone else you're doing the challenge with um and, and you know and those with those two elements uh it can be part of your permanent change we've had several guys in, in bedrock go through 
several challenges and they're continuing to get leaner and get in shape um, as they go because they've got the support and because yeah. there's an action plan for after. So let's let's call that number three then. You know, number one is bigger picture. Number two is have a next plan. Number three is if you're going to do an unsustainable ex- extreme challenge as we've been defining it, you need not only to have a support network in place as part of your next plan, you should do it the challenge itself with a group of guys and all of that's probably why I struggled when I did my photo shoot. I was solo, but when I did 75 hard the first time there was a group of seven of us, we were texting every day and there was a power in like feeling like we're in this together. I think there's something valuable about that, Ryan, about doing like when you're in a fitness program, guys are doing similar workouts, but not on the same day. When you're doing one of these challenges, you all get to journey together. You're playing the same games. You're running the same plays on the same days. And it's there's something like really, I don't know, that taps into, I think, a primal need of men to be in community together. Yeah. I, I see value in that. Any thoughts there? I definitely see value in that. I mean, you know, I was in the Air Force, and so it's like we have yeah. basic military training, and right. it's a group of a bunch of dudes doing the getting pulled through hell all together, right? And it's like that that bond, you know, suffering with your brother next to you is a huge element of success. And I think that's the same, man. You look at any successful uh, person, I I don't think anyone, at least one who's self aware, could say that they've done it alone. Right. You look at all these people and it's like they all have some either a mentor or a group that they're with or a father figure or a business partner or someone that is helping them level up as they go through the process. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, I when we did our our most recent challenge, you know, I fell off around day 21 and I ended up not actually finishing the challenge, had to leave the group. And um, it was, you know, kind of embarrassing but the guys really kept the standard high. I was looking for a bit of a way as a justification. Well, like I was looking for a technically, like, yeah. wow, you know, technically. And the guys just said, no, this is the standard. And to be brutally honest, to me, what wasn't important was actually the items on our checklist. What was important was doing this with these other men and holding a standard that we all agreed to. The standard itself was, whether it was 1,400 calories or 1,600, that to me wasn't as relevant as the fact as we all said together, this is what matters, and then we held each other to it. That, you know, I think in a day and age when we compromise in a lot of places and look for shortcuts, that to me felt like, this is good. This is good that they that group, me off the hook. That, the group was awesome in there, and what if we look at all the people that completed that, that are still active, and it's like, they're still kicking ass and they are on a, they are on a different planet. Now they're leading now, you know what I mean? They're, they've made changes. And so, yeah, doing hard things, it changes you. It challenges what, what, what doesn't challenge you won't change you. That's just the fact. So these guys, you have, you have guys now who I remember nine months ago were like, Oh, I couldn't stick to my diet again, who are now like hard nosed, like no compromise, like badasses that are just getting it in. And I love that. Like, and a lot of that is just because of the group. And because like you said, the standard that was set, yeah. And and that's what I would, you know, let's go to number four. I think these physical challenges are worthwhile if you're in a season of life where you need to prove to yourself something tough. You need to prove that you're, you know, a person of discipline or consistency. And I think these challenges can give you, it's like training camp maybe. I imagine that everybody, I mean, Ryan, I'm not a football guy, 
But I imagine not everybody comes out of training camp, but the ones who do, like what's happened to them as a process, as a result of that extreme discipline? In those instances, man, a lot of times it's a weed out. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if you look and, and, and it happens on sports teams, you have tryouts, you have training camps and not everybody makes the cut. Uh, you know, I've worked with athletes in, in NFL, NBA and NHL hockey. And, you know, I've had some that have had success. You know, I've coached some guys that have ended up with Super Bowl rings. I've also coached a handful of people who made it into tryouts, who made it into camp and got cut. They couldn't make the cut for whatever reason. And so um, it's definitely a weed out process. If we look at the military, you got basic military training and there is a weed out there. Mm. There is a washout period just in basic training, just to even make it into the armed forces. From there, you have your special forces selection schools. You've got the Navy SEALs. You've got Delta Force. You've got pararescue. You've got, and those have a even higher attrition rate, a higher dropout rate because the standard is so high. It's no different than what we did, you know, it, with our challenge, the Forge. It's like that had a super high attrition rate, but the guys that completed it, certified badasses, right? Yeah, and it's you like, are. You are. Yeah, you are. You're a certified badass. You know, this is one of the elements of our program. We asked the guys in the last four months to choose something hard, like choose something hard. So you prove to yourself. And you know, the example that I've shared before Ryan is when I was a swimmer, I wasn't a great swimmer because I was a runner and then I was good enough as a swimmer to get on the varsity team. I was the, I was the 18th man on an 18th man roster. Right. Yeah, buddy. But, I, but I was also a good runner. So it made me a very good triathlete. I remember showing up for practice one workout and the coach had on the board, he said, you can either choose to do nine by 1000. This is swimming, right? Nine by 1000. Or I think the other option was something like, um, uh, it added up to 8,000 of four, like 2400s. And I chose the nine by 1000s and the next, and I swam the whole set. I mean, if you're a swimmer, we were, I, I didn't stop. We, the pace time was on 14 minutes per thousand. So basically I came in the coach. I remember on the first one, the coach was like, I came in, I finished the thousand. He's like, three, two, one, go right and you're just and you're just go but but i look at that i was 21 when i did that i'm 41 this year i look at that as proving grounds like at the next day my shoulder was a mess i could not have done it the next day probably couldn't have done it probably could never do it again but there was something about that that was formative for my mental like i proved to myself that day that look i'm the 18th man on this friggin roster but I went through the same workout that all these guys went through. So I belong here. And I think there's something that men, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that resonates at all. Like just proving something that like, I, I belong here. I can do this too. It does. And it, it really only happens with self-aware men. A lot of men are complacent these days, right? Mm. A lot of men are happy with kicking back on the couch, eating Cheetos, drinking beer and watching their favorite sports team. But I don't think those are men that are really accomplishing much in life. The ones that care about their families, their careers themselves and their self-respect are out there taking action and doing things that challenge them and making themselves better. It's a growth mindset is really what it is. Yeah. It boils down to a growth mindset. But, yeah. you know, you have to I think at the end of the day, you also have to have a powerful reason why you are doing this challenge. It can't just be because I want to look good at the beach. You know, it, it needs to be something. Maybe you had a health scare and ended up in the hospital and you want to be, be there for your kids. You know, maybe you um, there's a, something that you're really passionate about that you don't have the physical capability to do yet because you're not in shape enough yet. Um, those are things that drive permanent change not typically vanity. Vanity, yeah. van, vanity change can only get you so far. Yeah. Can I, and I, can I talk about that for just two seconds, then we're going to wrap it up. 
you know, when you gave me my nutrition protocol for my photo shoot, that's as lean as I'd ever gotten. But I chose a photo shoot, not for the vanity metrics, though that's probably what it looked like. I chose a photo shoot because, you know, I have had such self-esteem issues about my eye. I only see out of the one eye. And I wanted to choose something where that would force me to look in the mirror. And so the calorie restrictions was sort of preparing my body so that when I had to look in the mirror, and that was the hard, not the, not in the mirror, look in the camera. When I looked in the camera, there was something that I had proved to myself through those calorie restrictions that felt like, hell yeah. Like, hell yeah. I've been battling this shit since, you know, kids bullied me when I was like four years old. And so it was a powerful reason. It wasn't about like, look how sick I look. Look, I can see six abs now. It wasn't that at all. It was like, I'm going to do this. So when I, when I look into that camera, I'm going to know that I'm proud of myself. And so having that significance attached kept me to it. I was not perfect on this thing, but I got results because I had a reason. And I think, I think you've just nailed it. So five reasons why guys should or should not do challenges, extreme challenges. Ryan, give us your final thought on these things. Final thought, guys, whatever you decide on this, make sure you put a lot of thought into it, okay? You, you, you honestly, you don't want to be, you don't want to peter out, you know, seven days into a 30-day challenge because you didn't think about it hard enough. If you're going to undertake this, do it with the mindset that you're not going to try it. I'm not going to see if I can complete it. You're either, you either will or you won't. You either choose to do it or you don't. And so um, that, that'll be my final advice. Also, if your goal is just health, and longevity and looking a little bit better naked it's not necessary to do an extreme challenge you can get there with gradual lifestyle over changes with good habits yeah it's great ryan and look guys that's a great final word we have just put together a new uh free training the link is in the show notes and it shows you the best daily disciplines the ones that you know are going to benefit you not for like seven days or 30 days or or whatever however many short term These are the best daily disciplines that'll help you rebuild your body and reclaim your day. There is a short, uh, uh, there's a link in the show notes and you can uh, uh, click and grab that. And I think it'll be a great first step if you're someone who's like, hey, I want to like, I want to take action. I'm not really about these like quick challenges. I want to make it more permanent. That, that, that training is going to get you started. So coach Ryan, thank you for being here. And um, yeah, man, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, brother.